Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. everybody welcome to another edition of jordan and kristen pray for you we've got a bunch of prayer requests we're going to get to tonight and of course kristen's got a great prayer that she's going to deliver for all of you to pray along with or just to be prayed for Uh, before i get to that though i just want to go over tonight's topic which is kind of a controversial one it's should a wife submit to her husband and i know i hear everybody getting really uncomfortable right now so just relax for like two seconds okay So last night when I did my brief message on the verse that says, you have not because you ask not, I pointed out that that was one of many verses in the Bible where people just read the part that they like and they don't read the rest of it. And you can listen to my my expansion on that in, in yesterday's episode if you're interested in more detail on that verse. But perhaps the verse that gets misinterpreted the most and probably misused and I would say even abused the most is the one where Paul says that wives should submit to their husbands which is actually repeated a few times. And this has been taken to mean so many things, not the least of which is that men are supposed to dominate their wives and women are basically supposed to be effectively slaves to their husbands and give up their identity and all this other nonsense, all right? Now, let's be clear. The Bible does use the words, wives submit to your husbands. But you have to read the whole thing because it actually says, wives submit to your husbands in the way that the church submits to Christ. And then it continues, and this is the part that men leave out, And husbands, love your wives the way Christ loves the church. Well, how does Christ love the church? As a servant. Christ was the ultimate servant. Christ is the ultimate servant. You might remember the scene in the New Testament where Jesus washes the feet of his disciples. Now, what sense does that make? Here's the son of God, the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and he's on his knees washing his disciples' filthy feet. Later, he gives his life for those disciples and for the rest of us. That's the kind of love Christ has for the church, a servant's love. Well, if that's how husbands are supposed to love their wives, as servants willing to give up their own life, how can anyone conclude that husbands are supposed to dominate their wives or that wives are supposed to be basically slaves to their husband? How can a wife be a slave to her own servant? That interpretation simply doesn't make any sense. Here's how I interpret it. Where it says wives submit to your husbands, it means be underneath in terms of number one, supporting your husband. You have to support them from underneath. You can't support someone from from on top. Husbands need a lot of support. They go through a lot. There's a lot of pressure that comes with being a husband and a father and, and a breadwinner. So first, wives should certainly support their husbands. Try to help out. Take some of the pressure off. Be empathetic. Understand what they're going through. And number two, submit to your husbands in terms of being under their protection and provision. Every man should be willing and able to provide for and protect their woman. Now, does that mean women shouldn't earn a living if they want to? Of course not. And does that mean women should should be weak and defenseless? Absolutely not. My own mother recently qualified as a certified handgun instructor, okay? Try breaking into her house and watch what happens to you. See, one of the dangers of biblical interpretation is extrapolating rules of general application too far to the point they make no sense. Look, all this simply means is that men should provide for their wives and protect their wives and love their lives more than they love their own life, and women should support their husbands. Now, you might say, okay, well, 
what if you have a disagreement between the husband and the wife as far as how the kids should be raised or where they should go to church? Doesn't the Bible basically say that the husband's decision should be final because the wife has to submit to it? Well, first of all, it doesn't really say anything like that. Go back to what it does say. A woman should submit to her husband the way the church should submit to Christ. Does the church ever disagree or argue with Christ? No, because the same spirit that is in Christ, that raised Christ from the dead, is in all believers. So Christ doesn't argue with the church and vice versa because they have the same spirit. Likewise, a husband and wife, when there's a disagreement, should submit that to the Holy Spirit and receive his guidance. In fact, the Bible says a married couple shall become one flesh. And people take that to mean in a sexual way, but I think it's really more of a spiritual commandment. Both parties functioning as one spiritual unit with each other and with the Holy Spirit. That doesn't mean losing your self-identity, but rather yielding yourself to the will of God so that you have some kind of unity. Okay, so the idea is that, yes, men and women are different. Gender is not some arbitrary social construct. And being different, we have different roles to play. Men should be servants of their wives and women should support their husbands. And if that's too radical for this world, then the world needs a good dose of radicalism. And by the way, side note, if you're a husband and the best argument that you can make with your wife is I'm the man, therefore I'm right. You're almost certainly not right. Correct arguments should prevail on their merits. Any man who takes the position that he is right simply by virtue of being the man and beyond that thinks that he is given license by the Bible to dominate and or abuse women has some really weird insecurity issues that he has to work out. And in any event, probably can't even get a woman in the first place. There, I said it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I apologize that, that last part wasn't in our rehearsal. So I, I, I liked it. No, it yeah. <laughs> took you a little bit by surprise. It was good. <laughs> All right. Kristen, go ahead and pray for everybody who's all offended now. Better, better you talking to the men than me. I don't think that would be as received as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's so true. So, so good. God has, um, I, it's just on my heart tonight that we would feel God's grace and our true, true worth. I feel like there's so many people who need to know tonight their true worth and their identity in Christ. It's actually funny that that was the discussion about um, husbands and wives and your identity because our identity is in Christ and Christ has a lot to say about that. So Lord, I pray that every person tonight would know how precious they are in your sight. God, you say in the Bible over and over again that we are precious in your sight, that you lavish your love on us. God, that's a strong word, lavish. It means to just give love in such an expensive, extravagant way without holding back. And God, that's what you do for us. You lavish on us. Lord, may people know tonight that regardless of something they've done or said or committed, a sin that they've committed, God, that they are never too far gone, gone from your love, that they can find forgiveness and wholeness in you and that you will never hold it over their head. May people know tonight, may your people know, may your, my brothers and sisters know tonight that there's no shame in you, Lord. If they've come to you and, and asked for forgiveness, Lord, you freely have forgiven their sins and you, and you carry them, God, close to your heart. You don't want to be separated from us even for a moment. That's what the cross is all about. You died while we were still sinners. You died for us. At our darkest, Lord, you loved us 
You loved us. You had faith and you just wanted us to be together. That while we were still sinners, you died for us. Lord, thank you, God. Thank you that we are the apple of your eye. That over and over again in the Bible, it talks about the purpose and the future and the hope that we have in you, God. And not as a, yes, we are a chosen people, a, a royal priesthood. But I pray that each person would know their individual unique worth tonight. That they would know how special and beloved and chosen they are in you, God. And how loved and just feel your arms wrap around them, God. God, we just, we just thank you for the love that you lavish on us, God. That, that you have given us grace, unmerited favor. That you just, you're calling out to us. That you're running after us, God. You're running after us, just like the story of the prodigal son. Lord, you are running after us and, and begging for us to come home, begging for us to come into your arms. So my sister, I know that tonight you feel far from God, but God loves you so much. He just wants you to come home. My brother, I know that you feel like God hasn't, is not answering your prayer. You feel like you've hit a wall. But he cares and he loves you and he has a future and a hope for you and your family. He will make a way where there is no way. My brothers and sisters, God is in your midst and he just wants to show you. Will you let him in? He's knocking at the door of your heart. Just let him in so he can show you how precious you are, a precious jewel in his arms, in his hands. You sparkle so bright. Sister, you are so beautiful from the inside out. And you are so loved. Brother, those words that were spoken over you are not your labels, are not your destiny. May God speak his truth over you. May he is speaking his truth over you. May you hear him say to you how pleased he is with you, how you have a destiny and purpose, how you were chosen, how you are not a mistake, how you, how you are loved beyond what you ever could imagine or ask. Oh God, thank you. Thank you that you have, you just, you just have this message for your people tonight. It is simple, but it is profound. Is that you are, your arms are outstretched. Just like on the cross, your arms are stretched for us, God. Your arms are outstretched and you're wooing us into you, God. You're wooing us into the plans and the purposes you have for us, God. God, thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that your love is just raining down. Just like you give us manna every day. You have new revelations of your love every day for your people. You want to show your love every single day, your approval, your smile. God, you're smiling on your, on your people. May we know how chosen we are. May we know, truly know, how loved we are. My sister and my brother, don't you dare think one second about ending the life that God has given you. Grab hold of his truth. 
grab hold of who you are, look in that mirror and see what God sees, which is the truth. See your worth. See how chosen you are. May the truth set you free tonight. And may you never go back to that place. May you see the Lord has put his crown on you and called you his own. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Good job, Kristen. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right, guys, we're going to go through a bunch of these prayer requests. We get more than we can really go through individually on air. But as you can see on the bottom of the screen, there are a bunch of prayer requests that are scrolling. So you can please just join us also in praying for those people, even if we can't quite get to all of them. Let's get to the ones we can. First, Marianne says, please pray for my family, especially our teenage daughters and sons, Lonnie, Meridani, and Anair. So everybody, in Jesus' name, we pray for that whole family, in particular those children, that they be protected, that they... Uh, be steered clear of the enemy's traps, that they're all given your wisdom and your love and your understanding, and they all have good health and good favor in Jesus' name. Someone named Chus Siam says, hello, sir, please pray for me. I'm studying theology in the Philippines. I'm actually from Myanmar in Burma. I want to be a good missionary for my country and to be uh, and to glorify God. All right. Well, that's a, certainly an honorable prayer, and we pray in Jesus' name that God, you you bless the work of this person's hands that that they sow good seed and that they bring a multitude of people to Christ, uh, not just in the Philippines, but all over. In Jesus' name, we pray for that to be successful and an abundant work. Amen. Luna says, please pray for me. I have a baby coming in seven months. I got laid off my job because of the virus. And please also pray for the world. Well, Luna, first of all, we pray for your baby that your child will have no complications whatsoever. It's going to be a perfectly healthy baby. It's going to have no health defects or anything like that. You're going to not, you're not going to have a complicated pregnancy. Everything's going to come out just right. And that child is going to be uh, going to have a long and prosperous life and honor God with the life. We pray that you find good work and that all your bills are paid and that you and your family are not at all affected or infected by this virus in Jesus name. Berthita says, God bless you. I'm from Nicaragua. I'd like a prayer for the world, for the sick children and for the young and for the elderly so that all this happens. Blessings. Okay. Well, in Jesus name, on behalf of Berthita, we join with her in prayer uh, for the whole country of Nicaragua, for the whole world, for all children who are and adults who are going through any kind of sickness for the young and elderly. So all this, uh, all this takes place and, and God, you just rebuke any kind of sickness in Jesus name. Janice says, please include my request is for the work my husband does and health for me and all my family. Thank you. Well, in Jesus name, we pray for Jana, her whole family, and for her husband in particular, for his job and for health for all of them. Jagadish says, uh, praise the Lord, pastor. I have a financial problem. Please pray for me, sir. All right. Well, let's all join together and, and agree that Jagadish's financial problems will be healed that God will provide and will provide abundantly and that Jagadish will go from being a person in need to a person who can fill other people's needs in Jesus name. Marianne says, pray for breakthrough boldness to reach out and heal sick people in need. She also asked for a deeper encounter with open doors of heaven's favor. All right. Well, in Jesus name, Marianne, I remind you that ours is not a spirit of timidity, but of power, of love, and, and a sound mind. You have a spirit of boldness already. 
In Jesus' name, I pray that that just manifests itself through you. I pray that you're able to reach out and help sick people. And I pray that you get that deep encounter with God that you want, including the, the, the doorways of heaven just opening up in a major way and just pouring out it, its abundance on you so that you don't even have room enough to contain it in Jesus' name. Charles says, I need self-control as a believer and divine wisdom from God to carry out my ministry. Well, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit is a spirit of self-control. And so we certainly pray for that for you, Charles. We pray that you just learn to yield to the Holy Spirit. Ask him to really come into your life and just take over. And he'll give you that self-control and the divine wisdom you're looking for. And we pray, God, that you do that in Charles's life. In Jesus' name. Tumisi says, I am from Uganda. My prayer request is for Uganda to stay COVID-free. I pray to get a plot of land and construct a house where I can stay with my son protection for my family and to give my son Jaden wisdom, knowledge, and above all live to worship and praise the living Lord. I pray this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. That's a good ambitious prayer. I like it. So father God, we join with, I forgot this person's name already. To, uh, join with Tumise from Uganda to pray for all of Uganda to stay COVID free for him to get a plot of land that he needs, maybe an even bigger one than he's expecting to build an amazing house in it for himself and his son to protect his whole family and to give him and his son wisdom, knowledge, and a life of worship and praise to the living God. In Jesus' name, amen. Lanco, we're getting towards the end here, says, Thank you, Jordan and Kristen. I humbly request that we pray for the American, Philippines, Papua New Guinea, Malaysia, and Australia. It's a lot of different places because my family and friends are there. Thank you, Lord, for your devotion. Well, Father God, in Jesus' name, we pray for America, the Philippines, Papua New Guinea, Malaysia, and Australia, some of uh, the places where we actually have a lot of viewers. Also, Pakistan, I'll throw that one in there. Because of Lanco's family and friends, we pray that their family and friends are not only protected, but that there is just like a sphere of protection around them so that even the other people around them are protected in Jesus' name. I'm going to do that longer one. Well, let's just do it now. Uh, I'm going to keep this person's name anonymous, but uh, she she gives us five prayer requests. Number one, a woman named Hannah is seven months pregnant, is moving at the end of this month, and her husband has the coronavirus. So we pray for Hannah and her husband to be safe and healthy. She also prays for her co-worker, Jesus, whose father passed away on Easter. Father God, we pray for Jesus that you are very near to him. Your word says that you are near to the brokenhearted, so please be near to Jesus. She also asked us to pray for a longtime family friend whose father passed away about a year ago. So, Father, we renew that prayer for this person. She prays for her aunt's and cousin's relationship because it's very strange, which is sad because that's the immediate family of my cousin Paula, who passed away in 2014. So, God, we pray that you just heal this family and, and their relationships there. And she also prays for all ma mail carriers because... They're essential workers, but especially my 61-year-old father who has lung issues, a bad back, and problems with his legs. So, Father God, we pray for all mail carriers, and in particular, Christine's 61-year-old father, that he no longer has lung issues. You give him new lungs, give him a new back, and new legs. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, just a few more here. Elmer says, may I request a special prayer for my beloved country, the Philippines? We already prayed for the Philippines for complete healing due to the virus. And for God to provide all the needs and give relief to all the poor families. Well, we certainly join you in that prayer, Elmer. Evaristo says, greetings from Zambia. Pray for the whole world that God may intervene during this 
time of trial and tribulation and pray for my family going through difficult financial challenges. Ever ever is still, we certainly pray that God creates a river in the desert for you and your whole family. Preeti, can you please pray for my healing from sciatica? I have chronic pain in my lower back, knees, and shooting pain in the heel, plus spider veins, varicose veins in my legs, high blood pressure, vertical dizziness, cervical spondylitis, fibroid in my uterus. I need to lose weight. I've been unemployed for a while. My family is very hostile and sensitive to my self-issues, and I don't have medical insurance. Can you please pray for a supernatural miracle? Well, Preeti, the bigger the prayer, the better. And rather than relist all of these things, I'm going to remind you as you're naming off all of these maladies that Jesus is the name above all names, that your maladies have to submit to his will. And so we pray that the blood of Christ just takes over your entire system there and it brings you supernatural healing and all of these things, so much so that people around you are just going to be amazed by it. Even non-believers are going to be forced to admit that a miracle has occurred because you're going to receive supernatural healing and bring many people to Christ through it. And lastly, Arishma. Praise the Lord. I am Arishma from Fiji Islands. I've been having weird dreams of my mother's death. Please do stand with me in prayer. Father God, I pray that you give Arishma a restful night's sleep. Over and again, yes. we're told that you are a God of peace. Give Arishma the peace that passes all understanding. I'm reminded of the verse that says, Be anxious of nothing. But in all things, make your petitions known to the Lord and through prayer and supplication. He will give you the peace that passes understanding in Christ Jesus. Now, Rishma, I'd also encourage you to go read the Psalms. There's lots of a lot of verses mm-hmm. in Psalms about peace. He leadeth us near still waters, for example. That's what he's talking about. So, Rishma, we certainly pray for peace for you. We pray That's for everybody right. in the Philippines and the Fiji Islands who's writing in right now. And lastly, I just want to point one other thing out for answered prayers. And this coronavirus thing is not over yet. But we've been praying against it. And we had these really horrific numbers that were predicted in the United States. And some of it's starting to turn and it's looking like those numbers aren't going to occur. I mean, we were talking about millions of people in New York being infected, 25 million in California. And I saw the governor of New York, Cuomo, basically try to take credit for the fact that we're not going to see anything like that. It's just numbered in the thousands and tens of thousands, but not in the millions. Okay. And he said, you know, that's not because of God and it's not because of luck. It's because of what we've done. But you know what? I'm sorry. But when science says this is going to occur and then it doesn't occur, you don't get to take all the credit. OK, yes. Good job for flattening the curve. Good job of enacting the social distancing measures. I get it. But when when you go from predicting, as this person's done many times, that you're going to have a, a 30,000 ventilator shortage and you're going to have to put two or two to four people on ventilators each. And you're going to have to hand pump some of them. And then none of that happens, okay, because your predictions are so wildly off. At some point, you have to give credit to God for answering the miracle that all of us prayed for, okay? So, God, I give you the honor and the glory and the praise for the millions of lives that are being saved right now, even though Governor Cuomo and many other people won't. There you go. All right. Kristen, my love, as you can see, I've been ranting. I'm doing a bit of ranting here. (laughs) You're going to roll. Yeah. All right. Do me a favor and uh, and and lead everybody here in the call to salvation so we get some souls saved. All right. <laughs> sure. I would um, also add to the person who said about the, the dreams they're having. There's a verse, a really great verse that says your sleep shall be sweet. It's actually a promise for rest. God, you know, the enemy wants to steal rest from you, but God um, wants to give you 
rest and make your sleep sweet. So hold on to that and claim that and make sure you're praying before you go to sleep also. So um, yes, if you'd like to accept Jesus into your heart, now is the perfect time. He's waiting for you, knocking at the door of your heart, like I said before. Follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, let us know. Comment on the video or send us a message. All right. Great job, Kristen. And thank you guys all for watching. Again, please do us a favor and try to like and share the page. Uh, we don't do this for money, as I always say, but we are trying to minister to as many people as possible. And we need your help in doing it. OK, we can get it just so far, but we, we really rely on other people just like you on sharing the page and and showing your friends and things like that. So thank you all for doing that. Thank you also for the nice things that you say for us that you uh, and, and also the nice yes. prayers that you pray for us. We really appreciate it. It goes a long way. All right, guys. Thanks again. We'll see you tomorrow at 730 Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. joining us don't forget to follow jordan and Kristen ministries on facebook youtube and itunes and remember to tune in next week and every week on tuesdays at 8 45 on wmca the mission am 570 and fm 102.3 Amazing.